Yes, welcome back, Ultimate Rezies. I'm here with Checkman and Shrey for a very special here, episode of the Rezies. Uh, Joel, just fill in the, fill in the audience it. where we are. Well, we're not at Clubby Sports today. We're out in the brisk morning weather. I can see the Eureka Sky Deck in the back. I can see the Coliseum itself, the MCG. We're looking out on the footy festival from the main stage. Jeez. It's a pretty good view, isn't yeah, it, Shrey? Yeah, nice. I'm loving it. Wednesday morning in Melbourne. We've got the MCG in the background. There's going to be 100,000 people there later this week for Collingwood, Brisbane. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm very fizzed up. The atmosphere is there. The yeah. festival is getting uh, underway right in front of us. We can see the, we've got the Monster Energy tent, Bunnings Warehouse, there's a Maccas tent. It's Some all- Oz kickers. It's going to be wild here today. There's a few bodies coming in already. Um, we've got a few special guests coming up on this episode later on. We've got all the creators backstage it's fizzed up out there if you think it's fizzed up on stage here you can see out the back they're getting ready for it there's some stretches going on they're doing a little 25 meter sprints but anyways before we get them on i want to ask for some grand final predictions from the resi's crew so i'm going to start with shrey shrey i want your winner of the of the grand final and your norm smith pick okay i think brisbane get it i just think they um they got over there mcg hoodoo and i think shuma cluggage was the norm you were cluggy. You didn't even pull any brown blue votes the other day. I think he just turns it on. I think he's a big game player. The suitcase. Willie, what's your predictions? See, I was saying Collingwood for a very long time with just their raw, just their raw explosiveness, uh, their tendencies to win games in the fourth quarter. I will stick with Collingwood, but I think Brisbane are going to absolutely give it to them. Uh, Norm Smith, the medalist. Tough one. Jeez, it's a bloody tough one. I'll go with a safe one. I'll go Scott Embleberry from yeah. the Collingwood Football Club. <laughs> I'm going to go Collingwood as well, but for the Norm Smith, I'm going to go Nick Dacos. It's the obvious choice. Yes. He's going to be the short price favourite. He was out of form a little bit last week in his first game back, but I'm going to back him in to bounce back. So Nick Dacos and Collingwood by 15 points. I know we're not much of a footy analysing podcast. But we're sitting outside the MCG. Yeah, we've just, it's in the air. We've got to tap into a bit of AFL 1170. Do you reckon Nick Dacos will play forward? No, I think he goes straight in. It's the most important game of the year. It's the most important game of the year for Collingwood. He's been ramping up for this. Anyways, we've got some creators backstage. I think I'm going to go grab a couple and bring him out. Let's get stuck into the first segment with the creators. All right, the top-up player. This is a this is a big one because we've got a few top-up players alongside us. We've got Jim Bray. We've got Katie McDonald, Connor Rogers, and Jared Davis. Welcome, yeah. boys. Yeah, boys. Now, we'll start over in the far corner. We've got Katie McDonald. Doss, you were the tone setter of the Jim Club Rezzy's game. Gee whiz. Nerves were running very high for him, as from all the conversations. First goal kicker. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and the crowd went wild. The buzz was there. Give us a bit of the, uh, the excitement that you saw down at Lockley's Oval in the Div 12 game. When that snaggeroonie went through the goals. Yeah, that was incredible. Um, obviously, Will alluding alluding to some nerves earlier in the day. I I I was saying at the Airbnb earlier, I don't want the football. Like I I, I was seriously scared of the football, and then lo and behold, five seconds into the match, it lands in my lap, and I just knew I had to kick it. So I went back off my mark, rolled in, slotted it, nearly kicked it into the man of the mark, and then 
One of the best sporting moments of my life was turning around and just getting jumped on by Rog and Checkers and all the boys. Um, so, yeah, I was pretty pumped about the start. It's funny how uh, when, when you're watching a game of footy sometimes, you'll be there and you'll say, oh, he doesn't want it. But you don't actually think he doesn't want it. Nah. But you literally didn't want it. I was uh, trying to avoid the football. Yeah. I was gutted I had a second touch late, yeah. late in the last. <laughs> we got Jim on the end here. Jim, you already played a couple. Well, you, you've been around the team a little bit more. Obviously... Cameraman Jim, Jim Brady, former stay under 15 captain. Yeah. Football pedigree above the Div 12 resis that we've never seen before. But there was an unfortunate injury in the game that happened to you. Yeah. And the I'm knee gave way. What was the experience like coming off the ground, getting chaired <laughs> off the ground, knowing your career was on the line? Yeah, it was, uh, it was just a very traumatised uh, just to go through that uh, the second time in my footy career. Um, obviously, there's a lot more people at this one, so quite have that many at the state under 15s final so uh, but yeah it was just incredible scenes uh, obviously Stray just kicked his goal shortly before as well so we had the whole everyone on the ground there and uh, <laughs> yeah um, but the knee is good ready to play on Saturday if needed you're a gun Jim you're a gun no you're a gun <laughs> speaking of guns we got Connor Rogers oh, great sitting next to Caden you had a few touches early on, and then what happened with the shoulder? I heard you left your shoulder in Adelaide. Yeah, well, I had uh, seven of the best suppose you've ever seen. Two of them kicked straight into the man on the mark. I kicked... They were in a row as well, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, two yeah. kicks in a row, twice into the man on the mark. But I've got an excuse because early in the first quarter, mind you, I've played like 15 years of football, never had one injury. And this goes to show the pure physicality of the Div 12 races because in the first quarter, I laid a tangle and my shoulder's torn into two bits. And it's there, still there. It's still there at Adelaide Oval. So I, I only buy shirts with uh, sort of one sleeve because I don't need the other one because the arm is actually not there. And then we got Jared Davis, who was close to being best on um, in a losing side that lost by was it 70, was 60 points, the, 70 yeah. points. You didn't say um, But he was looking at me when I had the best on medal in my hand. Obviously, I was given the task of handing out the best and worst on ground medals. Premier data stats, do you reckon they're a little bit short on you? They only had 19 disposals from memory. That was horrendous, Premier Data. I love Premier Data, but that was that was that was that was that was corruption at its at its absolute finest. But that the moment of you having the best grand man, and I was like, I'm in with a chance here. It actually happened in my under 13 Div 2 grand final as well, where I went back and watched the footage and I genuinely 100 percent got 37 touches. Wow. The bloke who won the medal, we won by 81 points, by the way. The bloke who won the medal on the other team had 12 touches for the game. But what I think happened is oh we wore the same number. We were both number 16. And I think they've announced the wrong team. Mm. And it's happened to me again. And like, I'm sick uh, of it. Jason Norman Francis picking up the Brownlow. <laughs> There's all these suspicions that maybe yeah. Miles Bergman also had a good game and they look like the same player. But I've got Willie Taylor next to me. I'm going to pass you the mic in a sec. But you took over in the ruck for a little bit. And it's ever since you've had no calf, is there, is there a correlation between jumping four metres in the air to get the ruck tap and popping your calf? Is that, is that where it went down or...? That's a pop yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Four metres is an exaggeration there, Chiggers. Uh, it was more like a four centimetre jump. But it's got to happen in the air for those, uh, that little bit of hang time that I had against the, well, at the time, the, the best on ground, but not in my eyes, Jared, don't worry. Yeah. Um, felt good to be there for the three hit-outs. You almost got it to me. Yeah, I won one of them. Um, got a follow-up tackle, and that was probably the highlight of my night. I don't remember anything else. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was so weird. I didn't kick a point. No, I didn't kick a point in like really 
cry myself to sleep that <laughs> night. It's so weird. But, um, <laughs> Jack, man, you did most of the rucking. You set the tone with a barrel from full back. Oh, yeah. The center square. What? Why? How, I've got so many questions. I'll say, what, why, how? How did it feel for it to come off so sweet? I feel like I'm in year three to a shot. Yeah. <laughs> Who, what, why, where, how? Um, yeah, it was a good barrel. I was pretty happy with it. There's one segment I want to do here while we've got all the Div 12 boys back in the same location at the moment. Shrey, I haven't interviewed you yet because I want That's to hear every person's angle of where they were and how they experienced your famous goal, one of the most famous goals oh, in 2023. Yeah, yeah. And start with Jim, so pass them on to Jim. I want to see... I mean, I know where yeah. I was, but there was so much happening and so many people running the field that I didn't really take in the whole experience. So there was, be keen to hear where you boys were and how you experienced this goal. Yeah, for sure. I was on the wing. I just got back on the ground, and uh, yeah, my opponent was was having a quick chat to me. Next second, we see the ball go up that way. Uh, Strays obviously kicked the goal, which was just to everyone's utter disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, true, though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always I've got to get to the big man running out there sprinting as fast as you can see it in the footage. Yeah. Running in there, and I'm like, I've got to get under him. So, me and Check is obviously first ones to him. Well, actually, no, Doss would have been the first no, one. Doss back down. <laughs> you put it in reverse, Tear. <laughs> yeah, but um, got, got him under my shoulder, and uh, yeah, history. <laughs> The alleged coward is uh, <laughs> on the stage with yeah, us. Tony McDonald, you were probably, at the time of the ball coming off the boot, you were probably the closest. You straight. Behind me. And you got, you got absolutely mauled by 300 kids at once. Yeah, when the ball came out the back, uh, the Stephen Milne kicked in. To me, like, I thought I was a sniff. So when I saw it bubbling towards the goal square, I'm like, I am on here. In the back of my head, I thought, I should handball it to Shrey, but I think I'm on. And there was nothing between me and the goals and then all of a sudden out of my right eye at the corner of my right eye i see shrey just absolutely mowing this footy down gets it on the bounce walks into the goal square i'm right there with him he kicks it and i was like centimeters away from getting to him as this big tidal wave of humans closed me out and then i felt like i was just getting pushed downstream and i'm like shrey i can't get to you mate did you get closed out or did you put it in reverse and go backwards at a million miles an hour oh no the 12 year old sort of like the momentum of the 12 year old <laughs> sent me backwards but I, I did get a bit of chalky milk on me a little bit of beer and um yeah absolutely covered in it Roger, where were you on the ground when this happened well i was on the bench unsurprisingly after i just kicked it on the man on the mark twice uh but i think i had a similar thought to jim and the other boys where he kicked the goal. I knew that Sray was almost a little bit flustered at the thousands of people all waiting to watch you put it straight through the hydrated little cat in the fiddle. So I've bolted out just to try and grab you by the collar and get you out. But by the time I was halfway there, there was just chalky milk. There were kids all over me and I thought I'll let him survive by himself and I'll soak in a bit of glory while I can. <laughs> Jarrah, you were down back for most of the day. I know you floated up forward late in the last, but you probably stood down back at the point. How was the experience from the defense? Yeah, so it obviously came out of the clearance. Um, and at this point in the game, I was really struggling with the cramps. I was really struggling to, to sort of move without, without feeling like I was popping a calf. <laughs> so I see the ball and I see the ball bubbling out the back. Shrey kicks the goal and I'm like, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. And I go a couple steps. I'm like, I'm not going to get there anymore. So, <laughs> so you were the only man in the defensive field. <laughs> I think it was, it was me and one of my teammates and we just sat next to each other and were like, well, that was pretty cool, wasn't it? While wow, there's thousands of kids rushing past us. Willie, were you anywhere around it? Uh, I followed the ball up 
at the time I was playing in the midfield. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 right, I laid on, on a shepherd so um, the, the, skip, the coach Zooks could uh, send one into Shrey and I sort of like stopped just at the top of 50 just in case the ball came back out. I and set up where? Yeah, I was just <laughs> set up the wall but apparently no one else wanted to set up the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First 30 seconds of the fourth quarter, boys, let's just flood <laughs> So I was trying to do the team thing and then Shrey kicks the goal, everyone starts celebrating. I see Checkers absolutely hum past me mm. with this like... It's inspiring. Psychotic laughter, but it was just admiring the whole moment. But I tried getting in, I couldn't get a sniff. And I think I I think I kicked straight on the forehead and I just got super dry and shocky milk. Well, before we wrap up the segment, me and myself and Trey, we moved to Melbourne. We're looking to grab a new Div 12 team next year. Maybe even move up a Div. Who knows? Maybe move down. Um, and we're hoping to recruit a few players. So before we head off the stage, are you boys willing or able to help in an emergency and join our Div 12 side next year in Melbourne? I hope it doesn't go up a level because I was it was out of my weight class, <laughs> the Div 12 stuff. But I, I would love to play another season. I'm 28. I haven't played for 10 years. So I'd love to run it back one more year. As long as I can get on a flight back to Adelaide and uh, find my shoulder, I'll, I'll be right. I'll be right there with you. Jarry, you're gonna you're gonna pitch in. I know you had some pedigree in the past. Yeah, um, probably not because I think. Well, no, in the sense that Dan McStay's out, Taylor Adams can't make the grand final. Collingwood's gonna need Collingwood's gonna need a top up player. So I'll play in that game and get a ten year contract. So for anyone wondering, Jared Davis loves himself, but. <laughs> Jim, are you going to come across for a game at all? I know you're still in Adelaide. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, uh, I'll come over. Obviously, I've got other commitments. Even so. as a coaching role, maybe. <laughs> a mentoring coaching, role. Yeah. Uh, put the jacket on. I know Keegan Brooksby was doing fine fly-out coaching before. <laughs> maybe you could do a bit of that. You couldn't do a third Anything. knee, could you? <laughs> Jim, you couldn't do a third knee, could you? Surely not. do a third knee injury. Yeah, surely. Do my left first time. <laughs> oh. All right, boys. Cheers for coming on. I'm going to go to the next group, of, uh, next group of creators, but that's the Div 12 Rezies game wrapped up. Cheers. All right, top-up players come in and they've left us already. The yeah, Div 12 has left stuff. But we've got some more people. A few more bodies in the gym. We've got some YouTube and streaming all-stars from AFL content. We've got Daxi Demon. Well done, Daxi. Jordan, Jordan McCleary. Ah, George. Cardman 22. Yeah, Cardi. Great one, Sharpie. Yeah, Sharpie. And the godfather of AFL content, Cody McDonald. Oh, oh, some some booze, the Bronx cheers. I don't see, I don't see where these guys are. Oh boy. <laughs> now, guys, I just want to touch on 2023's an AFL year for content. I'll start with I'll start with you, Duxy. Melbourne Fair TV this year. It had its highs, had its lows, and unfortunately finished in the second round of finals. Ah. Was it? A, do you reckon it was a successful year for Melbourne Fair TV? Uh, it was up and down a bit. But uh, what can you do? Do you have a favourite moment from Melbourne Fan TV this year? Um, Bernie Vince? Yeah, probably Bernie Vince and uh, interviewing you guys. Uh, oh, stop it, stop it. <laughs> well, we'll have you back. We'll have you back. Thanks, Darcy. Jordan, you're obviously the, the mastermind behind all of it. You're the one who's on the camera, on the microphone, doing the editing as well. Uh, how did you... How did you felt 
feel that 2023 was for Melbourne TV. Yeah, I, I thought it was very successful. Uh, Duxy was the one, well, everyone wanted to go to Duxy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm the one that's like Super looming smart. around, trying to find people. I felt a bit left out because I, I, everyone's going up to Duxy, they love him. And I, I feel so left out, that's the only thing. I, I'm like, hey, I'm the guy that's like editing this stuff, yeah. I'm doing all this. But no, nah, Duxy's been good. He's been great to work with. And yeah, what a, what a year it's been. Unfortunately, couldn't go all the way, but yeah, shame's a shame. We'll go back next year. Yeah. Two teams can make it, unfortunately. <laughs> That's right. There's a lot of sad faces on this stage this morning. <laughs> Cartman 22. Marty, I feel like this year with a lot of your content, you really tackled the footy card aspect and you sort of took it by the, took it by the horns and really made it your own. Mm. But what the content I love from you the most was this year going to every AFL game that St Kilda was playing. How was that to do that every weekend? Yeah, it was a good good challenge, to be honest with you. It's been something that I was sort of planning on doing for the last couple of years. Couldn't really get it done. 2022, didn't really have like the like the money for it or just like the time for it and COVID hit and all that. So I said at the end of 2022, screw it. I mean, probably won't get the opportunity again to do it. 2023 came around and yeah, and managed to achieve the feat. And not a bad year to do it. Now, 150th, we made finals. So yeah, it was good to get it all documented on you know, the vlogs and all that, which I can go back and watch it whenever I want to. So yeah, it was pretty good. Did you have a favorite game that you went to? Uh, I have a few. I reckon probably my favorite game was the Sydney game because it was like Thursday night. I wasn't expecting to win because we came off like the uh, Hawthorne loss. So that was yeah. pretty poor. And uh, it was in state Sydney. We haven't beaten them there in ages. And I've been there a couple of times. And like the last game last year was like the worst game where we scored four goals, two in the first three quarters I wanted to just end it all but it, it was a good game I thought we were going to lose in the third quarter but yeah just the atmosphere cheer squad it was great yeah awesome now Sharpie you launched onto the scene this year a lot of streaming a lot of your AFL gaming content you also you've got a nasty torb on you as well like, <laughs> when when do you think it all sort of started keeping off as a Creator. Uh, sort of when the game AFL 23 came out this year, I felt like the momentum kicked off really well. I had a few videos of me reacting like a petulant child to uh, how the game wasn't finished and stuff like that. So I think some of my over-the-top reactions, which were genuine at the same time of being disappointed, sort of helped kick things off. Had a few videos go quite well and, uh, yeah, went from there. So just kicked off and kept going with it, kept the momentum going. And, yeah, I've always had a reasonably decent kick and just started working on the torps Year. It's been good. Tossie, yeah. <laughs> you know you're the head honcho of Avon Honda Creation, Gold Kicking, mate. Team makers and really footy grid. Footy grid the Browning, mate. How's that for you? How's content general been this year? Yeah, it's been good this year, Shrey. Um, I've been chipping away at this for a fair while and um, Long innings. it gets a I don't know it gets a little bit monotonous monotonous I think you're right I got, I got close at least um, so I, what I've enjoyed this year is like diversifying and doing some some Instagram some, some TikTok and just like having a little bit more fun with it like uh, sort of the first few years of YouTube you just want to smash it as much as you can but in the last few um, especially this one in particular I found like the balance of trying to get our content consistently but also not killing myself over it so um, it's probably been one of the funnest years I've had but one of the funnest aspects has been um, collaborating. So for years, there wasn't that many others that I knew that were making footy and sport content. But this year, in particular, um, being up in Melbourne, you boys have come over. Um, just the amount of collaborations we've done this year has been so much fun for me. What does 2024 look like for you, Tossie? 
Have you got any plans that you want to tap into for the future? Um, I potentially want to have one last ping at a potty. Um, I've had a couple of cracks at it before and never quite liked the style or never quite landed on something that I'm happy with. So potentially a podcast in the future. Um, I'd like to self-own it as well. Um, I'm a bit of a control freak. So yeah, potty and I don't know. I want to keep going with what I'm doing, but I want to get the bigger videos out more consistently. So I'd love to get an editor in and sort of give myself a chop out with like all the back end stuff. So we'll see how that goes. Sharpie, what about you, mate? I know you're still on the up as a, as a creator. What, what can you see yourself doing in 2024? Well, myself and Jim have got the other guys that we've just started. Uh, so we'll be sort of grinding away at that, getting to a lot of sort of live sporting events throughout the year and just sort of building that brand up as much as we can. And, yeah, just keep, keep grinding, keep growing with the streams and, um, yeah, just never stop, keep working. It's good. Daddy, will we see another year of you going to every St Kilda game? I don't think so. No, I reckon take it a bit easy 2024. Get a couple of state games here and there. Um, but, you know, I might, there might be more opportunities that arise during the, the year that forced me not to go anyway. So, yeah, probably not. But, yeah. There we go. Now, Jordan, I know this is the question that's on everyone's lips. It's also for <laughs> you as well, Duxon. Melbourne Fan TV. Will there be a 2024 season? Oh shit! Uh, maybe no, no. Wait for the for the <laughs> sakes of this podcast, there will be. Yeah, we'll still do the same thing. We'll go to every game like we did this year. We'll go to the you know 2024 season. I want Ducks to come to every game, and if I have to pay for flights, accommodation, tickets, I'll do it. Jeez, that is commitment, <laughs> Ducks. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, uh, I quite agree there with that. Um, also, we we still do the. AFLW games, so that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah, yep. A few more games, a few more games still to go. They're there. flying as well. Yeah. yeah. The Ds are flying at the moment in AFLW. Duxy, would you want to continue in 2024? Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, there you go. I think, yeah. All right, there you go. I'm forced. <laughs> I'm forced to do it next year. All that on the front of the Herald Sun. That's unfortunately all the time we have. But thanks, boys, for joining Thank you us. Much, fellas. We're, We're going to bring in thanks for a, few more, us. a few more other creators. But uh, yeah, enjoy Footy Festival. Thanks, Woo! Thanks, boys. All right, we've got another segment now, and it's a special one because this segment, I'm titling it. It wasn't in the run sheet, but I'm titling it Checkers Favourites because I've got some of my favourite creators on the stage, and I've kicked Will and Trey, Trey backstage. I said, get off the stage. People are sick of listening to you. I want my boys out there. So I've got beside me, I've got Hen and Haz. Romy has and Hennen has. I mean, you got a couple accounts and Hen. I mean, do you have a separate account? Oh, a little bit. A little bit. We got Bailey McCabe who doubles as a cameraman, but you do a lot in the in the footy industry. I do. It's it's, it's interesting. I was just saying to you boys before, like it's hard to actually describe what I do, but um, yeah, a lot of AFL media and stuff. It's good being with you boys. He's, he's behind the scenes of a lot of the videos you see from the AFL creators. You might not see him in them all the time, but he's definitely behind them. And I know that you're at the Brownlow. And a lot of the videos that came out of the creators and the Brownlow was you were behind the camera. And then you also got into a red carpet tonight. So you're a pretty busy man, um, but doesn't get a lot of the air time. And then I've also got the Lambros, the B-Juice. I've been watching your vlogs lately and I think you guys are on the up massively. I don't know how, but we've just been stuck in a rabbit hole watching Lambros vlogs until four in the morning at our house. So I thought we have to get these guys on. We have to get them here in the footy fest. So welcome to the pod. Thank you, mate. Yeah, hopefully take a tip or two out of those videos and I'll uh, get that bee juice into you. The bee juice. We've been, well, we've been drinking it at four in the morning. I don't know if that's the prime time to drink it, but more just because we've been watching the vlogs and we finished editing. 
And then I've got Joycey from Saints Fan TV, a fellow Saints supporter. How you doing? It's good to have a Saints supporter. Yeah, we, we got some representation up here. We've got three Sainers, so very, very happy. But I tell you what, I'm feeling a bit like a veteran up here amongst you boys. Seriously, I'm on, I'm on the heavy payroll, which is good. But uh, the hamstrings are giving out looking at you boys. This is unreal. Well, welcome to the Footy Festival. Welcome to the Resi's Podcast. I'm going to kick off uh, speaking to Hen and Haz again. I want to know a little bit about your backstory. Obviously, roaming has you do your own content at um, vlogging at footy games, but Hannon has as a duo is quite a unique product. There's some unique videos coming out. I'm going to kick off with the Draper series. I want to hear a little bit about the Draper series for those at home who don't know about it. Yeah, right. So last year, we decided to start a Hannon has account. We decided to make some videos to get out there. Um, and we decided to play Peach. First, we just played Peach. And we thought we kind of wanted to keep doing it. Guys looks a little bit like him. So then we made probably 38 parts trying to play anti So it was over about 10 months. And then early this year in March, we uh, we got a message from the SM Club and we were up and about. I remember getting the message, we were very excited. And yeah, we made the trip down and yeah, we finally got to play with him. Did you beat him or did did you did you take the L? No, we got a few drapes. I remember seeing the video, I remember drapes he's one of the best goals I've ever seen in a TikTok. Yeah, he's not bad. <laughs> Got some silky skills. He probably doesn't have silky. You should challenge him right now because I heard he's just gone in for an op. So yeah. <laughs> get him to him now. Say I want a rematch before his hip gets better. So, yeah. how's how's the vlogs going? Are you doing any vlogs this week at Footy Festival? I am. Um, I've got a grand final week vlog, and I've got a vlog coming out Saturday because I somehow got myself tickets. Nice. Um, yeah, just trying to bowl them out to the system. And how's the, uh, the fame going after being on the Resi's podcast last week? Oh, everyone wants to talk about Especially the women. The race levels have gone up. Can I actually ask you boys, what's, when you guys go to school, what's, what's the reaction like from, from the kids? Or like, or like what, when you do something cool, like playing, we play people having draperies, like is Beth from Math like coming over and swimming or no? Well, my school's very small, so like... I want to know where Beth's from Matt's. <laughs> 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 That's a good experience. Don't... <laughs> Secret. He's keeping it off the pod. No, yeah, but... Um, no, my school's very small, so only one with a friend group, like my mates, they know um, what it's all about. So, yeah, when something like that happens, they get around. But I know about people. Yeah, well, my school's pretty big. Yeah, we played against Drake's. I, I, like, I didn't tell anyone that we had an account or and then that got out and then everyone started knowing, which is kind of cool, you know, as long as they're not giving me crap for it. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nah, fantastic. And there's another challenge in the works right now. Yes, we're going after Mason Fox. We've um, heard a little bit of something that he wants to do it, but uh, he's gone a little bit quiet over the past couple of months. So. I bumped into him on Swan Street the other week and asked him about it. He said he knew about it. So it's good. That's good. It's good, good science. Uh, I think he has a grand final to focus on though, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week, you have yeah, to Must be nice. Things. Yeah, yeah must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll pass to Bailey. Now, we said before, you're the man behind the camera a lot. You were at the Brownlow on Monday. I want to kick off with that. How was that experience? Because I know you were one of the busiest men on the red carpet. Yeah, two-time Brownlow uh, attendee now, so everything's coming my way and I'm like, 
I'm just used to this now. Like, are you were filming for Except, the, oh, yeah, you were yeah. filming for the medalist himself. <laughs> well, well, we realistically, like, I don't think many people expected Lucky to win the brand though. I think I think that's pretty well documented. But so we roll in there and we're like, all right, track, bond, whatever. Lucky comes out and takes it and I'm like, I'm in control of all magnets and steering account. What do I do? I'm, I'm not prepared at all. Like we just weren't expecting that to happen. So we've had to we've had to um, work our way through a couple of things. But but the Brownlow was was insane. Like it, it's always going to be crazy. Um, you don't you don't take that for granted. Like that opportunity. Um, but but we're pretty lucky that we get to do some of those things. Um, but it, it's funny it's funny being at so many different events and, and whatnot um, AFL related. See you see all these high profile athletes and you're like that that's that is crazy. But it, you do get. Where all, all, all kind of um, it comes to a point where it's like they're people. They're yeah, people. I've been at you with your indoor soccer, and um, you gave me your phone the other week to look after. And Tommy Mitchell was just flicking through DMs and messages, and uh, the temptation to flick a reply back was very high. You said the ball magnets. We didn't really introduce that, but you are you are the you're the behind the camera on the ball magnets, which you want to give a little bit of information on. There's a couple of high profile athletes there, and a couple of Brownlow medalists as well. So yeah, four time Brownlow ball magnets now. So. Um, Lockett's one, two, Cripper uh, and, and Tommy Mitchell. So they've got um, ball magnets, which I feel like most people know, but um, uh, they, it's a training app um, and really turning into a bit of a, a content company now. They've got the podcast and, and really going to double down on that in the next in the next year or two now. So, um, but it's going to be interesting. These guys in there, yeah, and Tommy, Tommy might be um, coming out of his pod. But, but Cripper and Lockie in their prime right now, so it's, it's a pretty exciting time to be at Brownlow. Well, Tommy's playing out here on the MCG. We can see it right now. He's going to be out here on Saturday. Lockie's just won a Brownlow. And I mean, Cripper came off a Brownlow last year, so it's pretty exciting times with Ball Magnets. It's very good. Uh, you got a red carpet tonight as well. You've got the suit ready. you got a new suit, or are you going to reuse Monday's suit? Well, unfortunately, I had to drop the tux back yesterday, day after the Brownlow. So crinkled up white, tea, uh, white shirt, putting the back to them. And she's opened it up, and she's actually been like, what have you done here? Like, how have you given this suit back to me? This is disgusting. Um, but no, I reckon, I'll, I reckon I won't go the suit tonight. I, I like the, sh- the plain white tee and blazer with jeans. Like, it's... it's oh, that's classy. Yeah, um, you're you're, you're business, but you're here to party. That's mm. right. I'm sophisticated, but also... Let's get a, let's get a PCR. Is Beth from Math getting an invite? <laughs> <laughs> I might. Well, let's say. Well, depends if it's if it's 11 p.m. No, it's 3 a.m. <laughs> they might have to. They might have to. So, yeah, you might check the DMs tomorrow, <laughs> and you're going to see a couple of Brownlow medalists and Beth. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the Lambros are here. I do most of your game day vlogs. I've been watching them a lot, but there's some other content that you do as well. I've seen you outside the MCG doing some vlogs. You do some running programs. You do stuff that is out of my territory, which is fitness. Um, nothing I've ever delved into, but you want to give the viewers or the listeners at home and in the crowd a little bit of a brief into what, what the Lambros is. Yeah, most definitely. First of all, privilege to be on the podcast. Uh, we started off dabbling into a lot of different niches, like a bit of bodybuilding, fitness. And then one day Locke's like, you know what, Steph, I'm going to put myself out there and film a game day vlog. And then really the rest is history. But yeah, Locke, you can tell us about that. Yeah, so decided I'd just take the camera with me that day. First day, we uh, went out there and I had 38 and kicked three. So I had a good game. So, <laughs> started, started well. Yeah. It did start very well. You don't get Brownlow votes for those no, these days. Not. No, definitely not. When I was younger, I was hoping one day I'd play out on the G. But unfortunately, the only G time I got was in the Little League when I was about eight years old. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, never unfortunately made the AFL. But uh, local footy, I think we can still make a really positive influence and help a lot of young young blokes like ourselves uh, a couple of years back try to make the AFL themselves. Well, we played our biggest game in Resi's earlier this year. We had 
uh, quite a big attendance. I mean, we haven't really had any discussions, but it would be a dream of mine to one day play at the G or at Marvel or at one of the biggest stadiums. And I mean, with the vlogging, I mean, there's Prime Train. I know the Sheps have done a little bit. I see your vlogs out there a little bit, but the game day type experience of those in the lower leagues that aren't in the AFL, do you reckon maybe one day we might get a crack out there for a creator's game or maybe maybe a, a warm-up game? I know they, they do a few throughout the season. They do one for Danny Frawley, but... Yeah. Um, is that an aspiration of yours? Mate, absolutely. I think that's on the cards. I reckon 2024 is our year. Now, I don't know how some of the boys would uh, carry themselves around the size of the MCG, mate. I doubt um, you'll be covering the ground as well <laughs> as well as ASL boys. It's a little boys. bit bigger, it's a little <laughs> bigger than, uh, than my local oval, but... And then uh, maybe for the halftime substitution instead of the Gatorade, I reckon everyone will be getting on the chalky milk as well, <laughs> uh, which will be interesting. <laughs> Uh, and so you playing the ones. I know. You, have you been carrying an injury this year? Is that, is that yeah, carrying an ACL. So at the moment, just doing some coaching the under nineteens. Unfortunately, we lost the granny, but should be back playing with Locke next year. Hopefully, so <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Steph, I, I haven't seen you, Gay. I haven't seen you in action yet. So like next year, are we expecting you to like like surpass his numbers, or is he the better player? Oh, I think he's got me covered at the moment. My turning circle's like an aeroplane after two ACL <laughs> surgeries, but I don't know. We might get back out there and actually. We'll lock the shade. We'll see what happens. <laughs> what about the other content away from the game day vlogs? You've been doing some vlogging out here at the ground. I've seen you at the Carlton games. Um, is there anything in the works that you've got on for some other ideas that you have, you know? Absolutely there is. So we obviously do the classic AFL game day vlog where we get some of the we capture some of the moments of, you know, the AFL fans going absolutely wild. And then we have the TikTok stuff we do mainly comedy focused stuff there. We have a nineteen eighties versus two thousand series, so we know the difference between soft and hard footy. I think footy's getting a little bit soft now. But uh, um, the big uh, assignment kind of for us over the summer is we're going to do a Road to AFL Pro Series. So that is going to be very exciting where we uh, kind of get some AFL players on the actual channel themselves and we talk about what it takes to make the AFL. So you have a big pre-season. Absolutely, we are. I don't know how Steph Sneeze are going to hold up, but uh, we're going <laughs> to try. Like, Good plug. Works, yeah, there might be something to, uh, to tee up backstage after this. Absolutely. <laughs> the, I want to hear about the bee juice. So uh, people out there might not know about it. If they haven't seen the vlogs, they wouldn't know about it. But it's something that strikes me. I mean, we've got the chalky milk, but I think the bee juice is something so rare that it's picked up on. Can you explain to us what bee juice is, how you make it, and uh, why you started making it? Well, uh, yeah, so I used to go into the footy games with a lot of bread, a lot of pasta, and I wasn't feeling too flashy, I'll be honest. And then, then I was having lollies before the game and I still wasn't feeling that good. So I thought one day, you know what? I want to get some authentic bee juice, bee juice, aka some honey, right? So smashing about three servings of honey before a game, just absolutely ravenous behavior. I dipped my hands in this jar of honey, just eating it before the game. All the boys are thinking, what is he doing? And um, came out that day and played in literally the game of my life. So ever since then... Is it because you had gripper on your hands? Or <laughs> could have been, mate. I was clunking everything that day. It was kind of like the cloaky glove back in the day. It was just sticking to my hands. So ever since then, I haven't turned back. And now the whole club, like, we'll go before the games and it's mandatory. Every player has got their own little honey jar and every player's tucking in before the game. So... Uh, Very different sense <laughs> No, I love it. I love the beaches. I'm going to get around next year. I think I'll have a couple before games and see how it goes. Joycey, we've got you in the corner here, Saints Fan TV. Yep. Uh, and you also make some music on the side, which is something I've got a background in as well. So I think we've got a few similarities. I've, I've got a DJ history, you're making tunes. 
We both go for the Saints. Yep. And we both live in very close to each other. Yeah. yeah it's been nice to uh, go around to the local. See, when I moved to Richmond, I didn't know how much of a hotspot it was. Like, yeah, I've lived here my whole life. And then I move into Richmond and walk around the corner. First person I bumped into, Dill Buckley's around the corner, Dan, Dan Gorridge. So, Dan Gorridge, yeah. We got uh Kater mcdonald who was on a bit earlier he lives in the area yep. everyone's just in this hot spot right near the mcg right yeah it's footy. it's beautiful in amongst Before it anyone who's not, not in richmond i think you need to move down yeah need to get there yeah especially if your team's making finals like what we have um yeah it's a good place to be yeah, yeah spot on it's been great about saints fan tv first up yeah, so Saints TV started off with Jakey. Um, he was doing game reviews in his car um, after the games in 2018, and that was a tough year. Um, so I, lo- I think a lot of people love the negativity um, that he, he was putting across. But um, yeah, it's grown from there. 2020 started the podcast, so started Saints TV Pod, um, and yeah, it's just exploded from there. And I know we've had a had a had a healthy rivalry with Carlton throughout the uh, without without the final series so um, yeah no it's been good it's uh, it's great just to you know Saints aren't they're, they're not in big numbers the fans so it's good to get in a room and just chat about the Sainers for a little bit no it's really good to see we've got a few Saints fans here Bailey I know you're a Saints fan we've yep. had Hardy on before now we've got now we've got the uh, Saints fan TV on yep. the pod yep. so- Good to see a few Saints fans repping in the content game. Yeah, definitely picking your friends wisely, that's for sure. I want to hear about the music, though, the music background, your independent socials yeah so independent artist um like i wasn't prepared to talk about the music i thought it was just chatting footy at the g um yeah i will not be yeah, um i will not be doing the halftime entertainment um but yeah no. so maybe next year yeah that's the aim so yeah i'll get it across here but um yeah been doing it for a good 20 years or so playing guitar since i was a little tucker um yeah always been my love footy and music so i get to do both work which is fantastic but um yeah putting out more tunes this year um yeah been doing it for about 10 years yeah well i was actually i was i was chatting to kados earlier about potentially lining up a game for the afl live 2023 video game um, so we're having a chat about that. Kind of fell off it a little bit just because we both realised our teams were making finals, and that obviously takes precedence. But um, yeah, I think a footy tune could be coming on. I like it. I like yeah, it. as long as you co-write it with me. <laughs> All right, I'll jump on. I mean, I don't really have much skills other than just putting like a kick and a bass drum behind it. But we'll, we'll give it. It's all I need. Dossie, yeah. Yeah, Dossie, he does the he does the footy parodies. That's, that's it. Dossie, Joyce here, myself. Yeah. We'll get Roaming has some vocals. All right, I'm getting, the, I'm getting the move along because they've got to get some players on this stage uh, for some player appearances. So before we quickly wrap up the pod, I want to hear some grand final predictions. Hannon has, who do you think is going to win? I've got the Pies by Nine. Has, what do you got? Controversial call. It's going to be a draw. We'll come back the week after. Mine will win by two. No, well, you can't. Oh, yeah, yeah, just ask Saints fans about it, mate. Thanks for that. Yeah, that's, that's really kind. Has, what do you got? Um, I've got the Pies by 18. Said the pies earlier on in the episode. Lambros, what we got? I'm taking the pies by 40. I think they're going to kick away. Yeah, I'm going to take Collingwood by 19. Um, I reckon same amount of scoring shots from both teams, and whoever kicks straight up will win. And I've got Brisbane for that. Oh, perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our episode of the Resi's podcast brought to you from Yarra Park, from the Footy Festival. We're outside the MCG. It's fantastic atmosphere here. There's going to be some buzz around this place the next week. Thanks for coming on, boys. Oh, yeah. Really appreciate it. It's been great. Yeah, well done, boys. Privilege of being here.